Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm about 13 hours in to finding out that my husband has cheated on me. Dun, 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 dun. I am going to try to do this. <laughs> um, I just want to turn what I have experienced into something. I want to turn it into something and I want to start turning it into something right now. Maybe for people who come after me, though I hope that all cheating will just stop, that would be wonderful, but I don't see that happening. So here we go. What I am sharing with you now is essentially the first 13 hours of the emotions that I've gone through, the feelings that I've experienced, and how I am trying to cope and think about the future. So when I first found out, I didn't feel the need to know the why. And let me preface this with this has already happened in my relationship twice <laughs> um which it's not funny but you know what you've got a freaking laugh about you've got to find the humor wherever you can um and so maybe third time's a charm maybe th oh god <laughs> i just used that phrase in terms of cheating I didn't think that I would ever be sitting right here. If you had told me at this time yesterday that in 24 hours I would be doing what I'm doing now, I would have probably believed you. <laughs> um, okay, so when this first happened, I, I did not happened. When this first happened, I did not feel the need to know the why. I didn't need to know why it had happened. Um, I didn't feel the need to blame myself, which I think is something that's different than when this has happened in the past. Um, I knew that it would just make me feel worse to ask myself why this had happened and to try to find the, to try to find the reason within myself. This doesn't lie within me, the reason why this happened, nor if, if you are listening to this and you are sitting where I am sitting right now, I'm so sorry. It doesn't lie within you either. Um, it's not your fault. Also, after this happened, I knew that in the past, I hadn't been brave. I made what I consider now and what I have considered in the past the easy decision to stay with the person who cheated on me. And I did it out of fear. I chose to stay with this person out of fear of the unknown, out of fear that I will never find what we have again 
um, God, I hope I don't find what we had again, because look at where I'm sitting now. I, I, I hope to find something better, but I just, I was so scared of not being able to find it again and, or, or find something better. Like, I just thought like, this is my lot in life. And I was, again, like I, the only thing that I can use to describe it is fear. And and I didn't want to be brave and I didn't want to be bold. I just wanted to move forward. And in that process, I really cheated myself out. And I don't mean that literally. That was probably a poor choice of words. I I was I was not doing right by myself because I wasn't thinking in the long term I was thinking you know this hurts this hurts this hurts <laughs> and I just wanted to stop hurting and the immediate way to stop doing that was to move forward with my partner and then you know years have gone by we were together for 10 years um, years have gone by and I kind of felt like a fraud I felt like I made this decision and you know my parents knew about it my closest friends know about it and here I am in this relationship and I know that we shouldn't always consider what other people think about us but I really did care that perhaps my parents were thinking why is she with this guy so this morning um, when I discovered this newest installment of cheating, I knew immediately that I had to be brave. Which is something that I, I mean, I'm sure that you could put a spin on what I've done in the past and say it was brave for you to try to trust again. But the trust was already broken. And then it was broken again, and now it's been broken a third time, and I don't think I'd be brave anymore as much as I would just be choosing to let this continue happening. They say that people don't change, and I used to... I, I, would justify that my partner had changed and he had in many great ways but this didn't change this detrimental aspect of his behavior did not change and so I'm not I will never urge anybody who listens to this to make decisions based on what my experience is. I hope that you know that you're not alone. I will not give you advice, but I will talk about how if I could go back and talk to myself, you know, years in the future, what I would say. And I would tell my past self, Maybe people can change, 
and you will see positive changes in him. But this isn't going to change. My my situation might be different than yours. In fact, it absolutely is. There's no way that we have the same exact situation. But I do want you to know, I know that this is called cheated on a nom- uh, Oh, geez. I'm, this word is going to be the death of me. Cheated on anonymous. <laughs> but I think that there are some things that you may... Part of me, sorry, I'm, I'm having like this moment where it's like, maybe I shouldn't share with you anything about me because I don't want you to compare. But I do want you to know where I'm coming from. I am 28 years old. I've spent the last 10 years with the same person. I have been faithful. We have no children, but we do have four dogs a house together, credit cards together, a bank account together, but we do have our own separate bank accounts as well. We are not on the same cell phone plan. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of what else. We, our lives are very, oh, we have a boat together with a boat loan. We have quite a tangled mess, but I'm sure that that is the situation of many people that are finding out that they've been cheated on and trying to decide what the next steps are. My biggest hope for what I'm doing here is to help, is to be a voice that you can listen to and know that you are not alone. Because I feel alone. I do not have close girlfriends. I have friends, but I don't have anybody that I'm about to tell about this yet. I haven't told my parents. I haven't told my sister. I have two sisters. <laughs> well, I have three sisters, but I am very cl- well. I'm very close with one of my sisters, and pretty close with another sister. And the other sister, I don't really talk to. She has some disabilities that make it difficult for this conversation to ever happen. So I am alone in this knowledge of where my relationship stands and of what has happened. Um. think that we can turn anguish into productive something whether it's struggle or something beautiful or something that helps others we can turn our anguish into something and that is my goal with this podcast um So, what did I do today on day one of finding out that I was being cheated on again, again, again? 
third time's a charm. <laughs> um, I made a plan, and this plan was mostly mental. I will admit that, but I do have what is a plan, and by the end of the night, I will have it written down. And some of the things that I asked myself is, when are we going to tell our families? And I am coming from a place of knowing that this relationship is not something that I want to continue putting my time and effort into. I've put in 10 years, and as the day has gone on, I have come closer and closer to, but I've put in 10 years, and that, I mean, that should count for something. How can I just give up now? I've put in 10 years. But I also am coming from a place, and this is, I think, to be expected of any person who's been cheated on. You go back and forth. Do we break up? Do we not break up? What do we do? And in my heart, I know that I have to do the brave thing this time, which is to discontinue. (laughs) Probably not the best word to use, but to discontinue this relationship. So that's where I'm coming from with this plan. So again, these are the questions I'm asking myself, and these are some questions that you might be asking yourself. Also, hold on. Before I go on, sorry, I'm taking a, I'm taking a detour. Before I go on, if you've just found out that you were cheated on and you haven't told a soul, I have done this thing in the past where I overshared with people that I didn't need to overshare with. And I think I ended up, for one, having a lot of like shame and guilt um, that surrounded the situation of me oversharing. And so I just, I urge you to really consider who you tell and how you tell them. I also, when I say overshared, I mean I was... Let me tell you a story. Um, I had graduated from college, and then we were like a year out of college, and we were sitting at a table at a restaurant with like a group of, I don't know, probably 10, 15 people, and I told them everything. And I really wish I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, to say the least, I wish I would not have done that. And I, I'm just sitting here thinking about how absurd I, um, yeah, so I just, I don't want that to happen to you, I want you to learn from my mistakes, um, and, you know, this morning as I was practicing, or thinking about what I will say, I knew that, I know that people will ask, and there is a very fine line between piquing someone's interest to the point where they will imagine horrible, awful things because you've given them just enough, but not enough to actually know what happened, that they're there. They will just go wild with their imaginations. I had this happen to me recently, not with a cheating situation, but with a 
horrible like animal abuse situation and it it's not good so the less you say the better and well in my okay oops sorry I said I wasn't going to give advice and then here I am like spewing advice I believe that the less I say the better (laughs) um and I'm trying to remember exactly what I was kind of imagining but I was thinking you know of saying something like our relationship didn't work out If details were prayed for, I would just say it just didn't work out, and I don't want to share more than that. This is a boundaries thing, and I, I, gosh, I can't, I can't imagine saying that to my parents or to my sister, because I know that they will want more details, and so putting up those boundaries is going to be really hard. Um, also on day one, I am trying to figure out what our living situation is going to look like. Again, we are so entangled. I do not make enough money to pay this mortgage on my own. So what is that going to look like? And for how long? If we are going to continue living together, are there ground rules that we can agree on? Am I still going to wear my wedding ring? Or are there only specific situations that I will wear my wedding ring? What is my next big step? When I found out about this, I just wanted to... I wanted to run. I wanted to get the hell out of Dodge and I just wanted to go and do the things that I haven't been brave enough to do. I wanted to be like, I made this decision to be brave and to discontinue. I'm going to continue using that word because it's a good word. I wanted to be brave and do all of the things that I have stopped myself from doing. And then, of course, I and I've already addressed this, but how do I want to tell people? When do I want to tell people? And how? Something that is a big deal for me is really having um, conversations planned out. I know that you could never fully plan out a conversation, but if I haven't at least thought about it, then I will not do a good job as evidenced by the horrible table incident of whatever year it was and I will leave you with this Um, today I started reimagining my future which is the hardest part I hope you know that I'm having to pause this every so often so that I can take a moment um, so that I don't cry or, well, I mean, crying is fine, but so that I don't, you know, sound like I'm crying. Um, And I know that there have probably been times where you're like, yeah, you were definitely crying right there. Um, Anyways, I've been reimagining my future 
alone. Or, well, I have started picturing, gosh, I mean, we're only 13 hours removed from this, but, you know, started picturing this knight in shining armor. Not really a knight in shining armor, but more of a prince charming. But I also, as I'm saying this, I realize how dangerous that is, because no relationship will ever be perfect. That I was happy, you guys. I was happy in my marriage. 24 hours ago, I was happy. And now I'm here. So, in summary, today I have asked myself some difficult questions and started to answer them. I have started reimagining the future because I think that that's really helpful for me. And I know that I said that the last thing was the last thing, but this is actually the last thing. I recognize that I need to take time to mourn the loss of this relationship. I know that. I know that it's going to hurt. As I said before, I don't have super close friends to share this with or to distract me, but I also know that I kind of have to get through this on my own. And that the pity or the worry that will come with sharing this information so soon after it happened isn't going to isn't going to help me. Because today I've been honestly I've been okay. And the second that somebody else knows, I recognize that I'm gonna feel like I have to fit some sort of stereotype of sadness or of whatever I don't want to I don't want to put that pressure on myself I just want to be able to just kind of sit with this and then share with others on my own personal time and in my own personal way and so again that is something that I know that for myself I really need to think about Okay, I am so sorry that you are listening to this, (laughs) because it means that you have been cheated on, and that sucks. There's no other way to put it, but that fucking sucks. Sorry, I should have warned you that that, uh, I can't be explicit. I am wishing you the peace that comes with making decisions wholeheartedly, and I am also wishing you clarity, because these decisions are not easy to make, and they don't come easily. They don't just pop into your head and then that's what it is. Sometimes you go back and forth. So I wish you the clarity to choose your direction and to go for it.
Until next time. Bye.